Section 4 of The Fable of the Bees by Bernard Mandeville. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Remarks. Line 45. Whilst others followed mysteries, to which few folks bind parentheses. In the education of youth, in order to their getting of a livelihood when they shall be arrived at maturity, most people look out for some warrantable employment or other, of which there are whole bodies or companies in every large society of men. By this means, all arts and sciences, as well as trades and handicrafts, are perpetuated in the commonwealth, as long as they are found useful. The young ones that are daily brought up to them, continually supplying the loss of the old ones that die. But some of these employments being vastly more creditable than others, according to the great difference of the charges required to set up in each of them, all prudent parents, in the choice of them, chiefly consult their own abilities, and the circumstances they are in. A man that gives three or four hundred pounds with his son to a great merchant, and has not two or three thousand pounds to spare, against he is out of his time to begin business with, is much to blame not to have brought his child up to something that might be followed with less money. There are abundance of men of a genteel education that have but very small revenues, and yet are forced, by their reputable callings, to make a greater figure than ordinary people of twice their income. If these have any children, it often happens, that as their indigence renders them incapable of bringing them up to creditable occupations, so their pride makes them unwilling to put them out to any of the mean laborious trades, and then, in hopes either of an alteration in their fortune, or that some friends or favorable opportunity shall offer, they from time to time put off the disposing of them, until insensibly they come to be of age, and are at last brought up to nothing. Whether this neglect be more barbarous to the children, or prejudicial to the society, I shall not determine. At Athens all children were forced to assist their parents, if they came to want. But Solon made a law that no son should be obliged to relieve his father, who had not bred him up to any calling." Some parents put out their sons to good trades very suitable to their then-present abilities, but happen to die or fail in the world before their children have finished their apprenticeships or are made fit for the business they are to follow. A great many young men again, on the other hand, are handsomely provided for and set up for themselves that yet, some for want of industry, or else a sufficient knowledge in their callings, others by indulging their pleasures, and some few by misfortunes, are reduced to poverty." and altogether unable to maintain themselves by the business they were brought up to. It is impossible but that the neglects, mismanagements, and misfortunes I named must very frequently happen in populous places, and consequently great numbers of people be daily flung unprovided for into the wide world, how rich and potent a commonwealth may be, or what care soever a government may take to hinder it. How must these people be disposed of? The sea, I know, and armies, which the world is seldom without, will take off some. Those that are honest drudges and of a laborious temper will become journeymen to the trades thereof, or enter into some other service. Such of them as studied and were sent to the university may become schoolmasters, tutors, and some few of them get into some office or other. But what must become of the lazy, that care for no manner of working, and the fickle, that hate to be confined to anything? Those that ever took delight in plays and romances, and have a spice of gentility, will, in all probability, throw their eyes upon the stage, and if they have a good elocution, 
with tolerable mean turn actors. Some that love their bellies above anything else, if they have a good palate and a little knack at cookery, will strive to get in with gluttons and epicures, learn to cringe and bear all manner of uses, and so turn parasites, ever flattering the master and making mischief among the rest of the family. Others, who by their own companion's lewdness, judge of people's incontinence, will naturally fall to intriguing, and endeavor to live by pimping for such as either want leisure or address to speak for themselves. Those of the most abandoned principles of all, if they are sly and dexterous, turn sharpers, pickpockets, or coiners, if their skill and ingenuity give them leave. Others, again, that have observed the credulity of simple women and other foolish people, if they have impudence and a little cunning, either set up for doctors, or else pretend to tell fortunes, and every one turning the vices and frailties of others to his own advantage, endeavors to pick up a living the easiest and shortest way his talents and abilities will let him. These are certainly the bane of civil society, but they are fools who, not considering what has been said, storm at the remissness of the laws that suffer them to live, while wise men content themselves with taking all imaginable care not to be circumvented by them, without quarreling at what no human prudence can prevent. End of section 4